0: It's May 26th, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver.
1: And I'm Chris Cotnor.
0: Our top story today, in a late night speech on Wednesday, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky lambasted the New York Times and Henry Kissinger for arguing that Ukraine should give up land to Russia in exchange for peace. He compared their comments to support for appeasement with Nazi Germany in the 1930s. A Zelensky advisor, Alexei Arestovich, said, No one is going to trade a gram of our sovereignty or a millimeter of our territory. Our children are dying. Soldiers are being blown apart by shells. And they tell us to sacrifice territory. Get lost. It's never going to happen.
1: Axios reports that Israel turned down a U.S. request to allow Berlin to supply Ukraine with anti-tank missiles produced in Germany with Israeli technology under an Israeli license. Israel has consistently stayed neutral in the conflict, only supplying Ukraine with non-lethal assistance and rarely speaking out against Russian aggression.
0: The Prime Minister of Belarus, Roman Golovchenko, confirmed that Belarus supplies weapons to the Russian Federation. However, Golovchenko acknowledged the difficulties with exporting weapons due to Western sanctions against their military-industrial complex.
1: Elsewhere, China's Foreign Minister Wang Yi and a 20-strong delegation arrived in the Solomon Islands Thursday at the start of an eight-nation tour That comes amid growing concerns about Beijing's military and financial ambitions in the South Pacific region. According to an official Chinese summary of the meeting, Wang told his counterpart that China would firmly support the Solomon Islands in its efforts to maintain national security and territorial integrity, while Jeremiah Minnell described the visit as historic and a milestone in the relations between the two countries. China signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands last month in a move that sent shockwaves around the world. The pact has raised fears that China could send troops to the island nation or even establish a military base there not far from Australia.
0: The United Kingdom's Prime Minister Boris Johnson provided over a disorderly workplace in which there were widespread violations of coronavirus restrictions, according to a long-awaited government investigation released on Wednesday. The report, released by a senior civil servant, Sue Gray, included photographs of Mr. Johnson raising a glass at a birthday party held in his honor, an event that breached the rules and for which he paid a police fine. It noted that 83 people violated the rules at parties, during which some drank heavily, fought with each other, and damaged property. The report, however, did not deliver any particularly explosive new information about Mr. Johnson's behavior, and even credited Downing Street with changing some of its practices to address an office culture that Miss Gray described in an earlier redacted version of her report as lacking leadership and marinating in alcohol. What has been so frustrating about the pandemic is the blatant hypocrisy of those in power. Whether it's Boris Johnson partying in Downing Street or Gavin Newsom rubbing elbows at the French Laundry, the ability of powerful people to skirt the rules while the average person was missing birthdays and funerals does nothing but fuel the fire of populism accountability needs to be the core message for leaders in liberal democracies moving forward if they hope to fend off challengers from the populist right.
1: Gambian authorities on Wednesday released the long-awaited white paper by the Truth, Reconciliation, and Reparations Commission, TRRC, set up to probe crimes committed during the reign of former President Yahya Jemma. The TRRC's findings were delivered after over two years of hearings, during which witnesses gave chilling evidence about torture, death squads, rape, and witch hunts, often at the hands of Jema's hit unit known as the Junglers. Among the recommendations on the panel's white paper is the prosecution of Jema and members of the Junglers and to provide support to victims of the former dictator's brutal reign which was notorious for crushing dissent through murder, disappearances, torture, rape, and castration.
0: A vessel carrying more than 800 Haitians trying to reach the United States wound up instead on the coast of central Cuba. Red Cross officials in the province of Villa Clara said Wednesday that the 842 Haitians were being housed at a tourist campground. The group arrived Tuesday at Villa Blanca, about 300 kilometers east of Havana, and reportedly included 70 children and 97 women. The Haitians said they called for help with light signals after being abandoned and cast adrift by their captain.
1: You may be receiving fewer emails from that Nigerian prince in the future, as Nigeria's police cybercrime unit has arrested a 37-year-old man alleged to be the head of a transnational cybercrime syndicate. The syndicate launched mass phishing campaigns and business email compromise schemes, targeting companies and individual victims. The Nigerian was arrested at Murtala Mohammed International Airport in Lagos in an operation codenamed Delilah that spanned four continents.
0: In lighter news, salt has long been used to preserve food, but in this case, it may also be preserving life. Kathy Benison, a geologist at West Virginia University, said that there was evidence within the really old salt crystals that she was studying that suggest shapes that are consistent with what would be expected from microorganisms that could be still surviving within that 830-million-year-old preserved microhabitat. The salt crystals that Benison and her team studied were originally found in central Australia. While some may be concerned about introducing yet another microorganism to the world in the middle of a pandemic, Bonnie Baxter, a biologist at Westminster College in Salt Lake City, says that an environmental organism that has never seen a human is not going to have the mechanism to get inside us and cause disease. All I have to say to that is that life finds a way. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at daily at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief, and bonus, weekend briefs. This past weekend, we sat down with Katie Howland, an unidentified aerial phenomena transparency activist, about the recent congressional hearing on UAP. Thanks to our new members like Paige from London, and our longtime members like Louise from Boca Raton, for making these interviews possible go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and turn into our sister podcasts on the Deep State Radio Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.